0: it's midnight (laughs) it is not midnight it is 7 15 in our hearts it's midnight yeah
1: so obviously we listened to midnights because we are the way that we are so many times obviously we matched books to the songs
0: it was one of the hardest things i've done in my life (laughs) i cannot lie this was so hard
1: like, I can find a Taylor Swift. I'm, like, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift. Like, I would not mm-hmm. consider myself a Swifty, but I am mm-hmm. an appreciator of her music. Some mm-hmm. of it. I don't know some of her older stuff. I can find a Taylor Swift song for most books that I like. Mm-hmm. Like, somewhere. I have a much harder time matching every Taylor Swift song yes. to a book. Because
0: not all of them are about romance. Mm-hmm. I started doing a thing where, like, for some reviews, I would, like, pair it with a Taylor Swift song if it, like, made me think of one. Mm-hmm. um and so i felt that way too like there were a few that i was like this is clearly it i know it whatever and then fucking midnight rain like i talk about wanting rain like it was the hard well because my one dilemma was that i didn't want to re- repeat authors but i i had to say fuck it and oh
1: boy did i repeat some authors well
0: that's why because I-, I wanted to like have like a list of just like different types and so i really tried but Midnight Rain. I couldn't get away from Elizabeth Everett because another book of hers is in my list, and I, I just I sat at the table, I sat on my bed, on the couch. I could not think of a, a book that fit it because it's like Grumpy Sunshine, yeah. But like, but she has to leave him for fame, and she wants pain, and right. there was just. Uh, but then he was sunshine, and then she was rain. So then I, the, the other books, but, but I really wanted to stick to like the he was sunshine because mm-hmm. I wanted to really. Like it was hard.
1: Well, and we should note for the listener we we paired historicals.
0: Yes, these are all historicals, which was doubly w- hard. W- right. <laughs> I think we added an extra level of just fucking insanity to this because it was right.
1: It. Ugh. I really struggled and- with like high infidelity. How do you write mm. a song or, or match a romance book to a song about cheating? Oh, I've got. One. I found one. Yeah, I had one that had me. I wonder if we have cheating. the same
0: one. I fucking hope so. I was rooting for cheating. <laughs> we probably I have was, the same. Exact I was like, one. cheat, bitch, cheat. <laughs> I was so excited for her to cheat. Wait, maybe we don't have the
1: same. We'll see. Oh, we'll, we'll see when we get there. Yeah, so we paired. Welcome mm-hmm. to Romance or TBR, a yeah. special Midnight's edition. Yep, it's um, Hannah What's and your Caroline. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> We're trying to remember to introduce ourselves. Yeah. Apparently, I'm just trying to remember Caroline. So. <laughs> i knew you your like,
1: name <laughs> listen get out of town yeah. anyway so do you do you have like other like did you write out all of the different books you considered for each song or did you i
0: just had them? such a hard time most of them only have one option there were a few but i truly have like one option okay for each i might so,
1: we'll go yeah. through we'll each share I mean, our pick. the backups I might
0: throw out some backup ones.
1: Please um, do.
0: Because, like, it's a whole thing. Like, if you like one song and you want that vibe, you hear right, a few right. books, so.
1: This was tricky. Also, I will say, number one, I did not avoid repeating authors. Number mm-hmm. two, sometimes it doesn't match the whole
0: song, but it matches, yeah. like, a part of the, like, the lyric or and the that's, vibe. That's where I, I really got intensely, like, fixated on matching, like, pretty much the yeah. entire, like, song and, like, vibe. So, like, mm-hmm. it was... And, like, I didn't need to, but something nope. about it, I just couldn't not. I'm the <sighs> same way. And there there were a few, obviously, that I'm just like, you know, that one, we can kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can finagle it. It'll
1: mm-hmm. be fine. And also, mm-hmm. again, because they're historical, so I'm like, uh... Yep. This yep. doesn't really translate. All right. Shall we? Lavender Haze. Lavender Haze. Which is a Middle of the road song for me, perhaps. That's yeah, a
0: it's moving, it's, it's moving up there. It's a bop, it's not my favorite intro song of hers. I'm a Swifty, by the way. I mm. know all of her songs. I, I am so familiar with all of her other work that, like, I can pick up where she's like changing and like what's even different from like folklore and Evermore. And like, I didn't want another folklore evermore, I considered that done. I loved them. A lot of people thought this was going to be a continuation of that, which I thought was I don't odd. Know why I'm, they like, why? That was gonna
1: happen. I'm not <laughs> even a Swifty, <laughs> and even I was like.
0: I I'm like, why did you think that? So they were disappointed. I was like, no, that's not, that's not, (laughs) that's not it. Okay, Lavender Haze. Do you want to go or should I?
1: I went with Bombshell by Sarah McLain.
0: Ooh, ooh, I have that for another one. Okay. Interesting.
1: I just think, like, that whole song is, she has these lines where she says, like, people are bringing up her, Mm -hmm. uh, like, her history, History. like, her reputation, and. Ex- like expecting him to since he's not marrying her like drop her um, mm-hmm. and he's like not even paying attention to that doesn't really care like he handles it really well and that read very um. Cecily and what's his name Caleb he and was Caleb, to he me was so where Cecily her. is very scandalous she's been with lots of people like you know she's a, a, a bit of a light skirt very scandalous everyone has lots of things to say about her and he's staying away from her for other reasons because he he's so into her but like he, he could crossed, not care less about her reputation
0: he crossed the fucking ocean to get indeed. away from her because he wanted her so much
1: yeah that but made it's because he wanted her well, not because yeah. he was like oh i can't be with you no. like you're very no. scandalous so like um, it was
0: beautiful I love that. I when just was, read very – Because didn't she, like, confess her feelings or, like, she, like, wanted something? And then he literally was like, bye. <laughs> I'm going to be gone. I
1: think in – um because well, you haven't read the book where Cecily first Mm-mm. shows up. No. Or not when Cecily first shows up, but when you meet Caleb and see mm-hmm. them interact. It must be um the day of the Duchess, I want to say. Because we meet her initially in um, – the rogue not taken
0: mm-hmm. but then
1: i think caleb shows up oh because caleb is friends with um Serafina. so it must be in the day of the duchess
0: yeah because um, don't they own the bar and that's together?
1: when caleb you first meet caleb and caleb meets cecily and there are some really wonderful interactions between but you haven't read them it's fine i know i know it's just him clearly <laughs> being obsessed with her and trying yes. so hard and she's like hitting on him and he <laughs> just panics and leaves Good for him. So that's my lavender haze pick is bombshell,
0: and th- and that's why I love Matthew and Daisy because Matthew was so fucking scared of his feelings and he couldn't do it. Okay, um, so I had Devils on Duke by Lenora Bell. I cheated a little bit because this one's also like a purple cover, <laughs> and it has the color lavender in it in a few places. So I was like, you know, okay. we're gonna do that. Um, it but it's a Cinderella retelling, and that's a huge theme with this album. Is midnight obviously Cinderella midnight first line of the song maybe me at midnight they have a kiss mm-hmm. at midnight um mm-hmm. the history thing he is the he's claiming to be an heir to her father's uh i think it's a dukedom obviously it's devil's on duke and she's been trying to convince her father to get married because he needs to produce an heir um so she's not the one being forced or like initially being forced to get married um and then once The father has a mistress and he just wants to be with her. He doesn't care about getting an heir. So then she's like, no, you have to. And then when Ash comes into town and he's like, I'm your heir. The father's like, great. I don't have to get married anymore. And then um, they get caught in a kiss at midnight. And then the father's like, perfect. You guys can get married. This is killing two birds with one stone. I'm having a great time. She... Um, owns vineyards on their land and so she doesn't want to get married because um, she doesn't want Ash to replace the vineyards with stables because he wants to breed horses and make money Um, so then the entire book is her trying to convince him that her wine is good enough um, and deserves to be kept so a lot of it is like she doesn't want to get married, she's very independent there was that like bride part in the song um, history, scrutiny, whatever Um, and the no deal and it was it was a deal they had to show. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily fit the vibes of the song, but I think as a whole like taking the song apart it fits, but maybe as a whole it doesn't, but whatever. <laughs> I'm making my own rules. We're stretching some. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're new our best. Yes. Um,
1: I didn't have a ton of backups for this one. In which Margot Halifax earns her shocking mm. reputation, which we talked about. I assume the TBR Tuesday episode will have gone up before this one. Um, mm-hmm. I have mentioned it before by Alexandra Va- Vasti. Yeah. Um, I think also is a similar, like, she's very scandalous and he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, is more concerned with, like, oh, I'm of a lower class. Like, I can't give you what you want type thing, but not um, about her reputation. So I think that's my only other backup one.
0: Okay, and then we've so. got Maroon. This is like my second favorite song on the album. I think I really like Maroon. Oh, I one's gotten. Um, I like it less the more I listen. Not that I dislike it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty high up, but I just like
1: it's not. A I favorite. do
0: relate to that because I did have it second, and I still say it's my second. But I think a few others have maybe over took it. Like I, yeah, I, I had a whole rating, and then they've changed, and it's a whole thing. Um, but I really do like this one. I really like the real fucking legacy part of it. Um, <laughs> And my pick was one that I've mentioned before in other episodes, but *A Scandal of Her Own* by Stacy Reed. Um, it's second chance. This is I. There were a few that I was like, okay, I have to choose second chances for these, and it's not, notoriously not my favorite trope, and so I had a really hard time. I was struggling to narrow down the second. Oh my chances. god, I had such a hard time. Um, and so and so. Um, god, I love that trope. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it's in historicals. Yes. Yeah, that, that's very true. Because normally in Contemporary, he ditched her at prom 10 years ago. And then she's yeah. still angry about it. Um, but, I mean, a scoundrel of her own is just really full of pining and friends. And there's a good floor scene. I know that part <laughs> in the song. She's like, we're on the floor. <laughs> and sure. then in the book, they're in the cottage on the floor. Um, but they were separated for 15 years, basically. And they lost each other. There was silence and telephones probably i don't know when they were invented come for me but um they were just it was a long separation but he's always loved her and then she kind of like Mm. had to forget about him and it was a whole thing but that one i felt fit pretty well
1: nice my pick is i'm trying to think if there are that many of them or if it's just two back-to-back another sarah mclean Mm. i think those are my only two nope there's at least one more later on my list (laughs) listen I actually Let's... did a separate list where I matched every single Sarah McLean mm. book to a song on Midnight's, so that's a whole other thing. Um, Maroon, I went with Daring in the Duke, which mm, is also a second one, chance yeah. romance. Um, it's the third in the Bare Knuckle Bastards series. It it's not like a obviously one to one match because yeah. the song is like it very modern to me. Like she talks about like
0: dancing in New York and yeah. burning inside, very and modern, wine. like, and very much they didn't get back together. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I read, like, that song to me feels like, I, I think she's looking back on the good parts of a toxic relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. and so it doesn't quite match, because obviously a second chance they do end up back together, but Daring and the Duke, they, um I don't know how to summarize the bare knuckle, like, the premise of the bare knuckle bastards quickly, but basically this Duke Had four kids all at the same time. Three of them were boys and one of them was a girl. And the girl wasn't his, but she was born – like, his wife had her Mm, from another mm -hmm. affair. So she was technically the only legitimate one. So instead, he just lied on the birth certificate, said that she was a boy, and then – found the three illegitimate sons and basically, like, taught them manners, but then also kind of psychologically tortured them into competing with each other to see which one was going to be the heir to the dukedom. And so Darian the Duke is the third book, and it is about the boy who actually, won, like, succeeded and became the duke. Mm -hmm. And the girl who was originally, like, she was not related to the duke, but she was technically legitimate because she was born from his wife. Um, and their uh reconciliation because boy is there some drama. He uh technically tried to kill her and tried to kill one of the other two. Like when they the day that they the other two boys took her and ran, Mm. and so they have been keeping her from um Ewan the heir. Because he has basically gone crazy looking for her, and he's also still been in love with him this whole time. So nice. the vibes were there for me, even though the lyrics don't necessarily match up. I think about mm-hmm. the like I wake up memory over me. That's a real fucking legacy. Yeah. See that—that's have- the part that really stuck out. Years. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that was mine. And then I had just, like, a list of other second chance, for, like, to have into hoax, The vibes, not there at mm. all. It's just a second chance marriage in crisis, and I <laughs> liked it. Um, but, like, that's a, like,
0: happy-go-lucky slapstick comedy book. Well, that's the thing. I had books that I wanted to include because I haven't talked about them yet on the podcast. But I was like, okay, Hannah, <laughs> get control yeah, of yourself.
1: There are a few other ones that I gave to another song but that also could have worked for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, How to Deceive a Duke by Samara Parrish is another one that I Ooh. thought worked. Yeah, I could see that. Which is another. It's a second chance romance. They like had a and that's up there, and then broke up.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is fairly angsty. Um, just angsty and, in the sense that there's just a lot of things working against the relationship. And, yes.
1: Yeah, and I think it has the benefit of like, I mean, the the one that I picked, Daring and the Duke, also has like little flashback scenes where they're like remembering the time they spent mm-hmm. together and how like good it was, which I think yeah. is the vibe of the song. So, relatable. Next is my personal favorite song,
0: Antihero. This is a great song. It's a Ooh, great song. Oh, it's so good. Best song, and I will take it, no criticism. It's very fun. And, okay, I, I'm not going to say, okay, that sentence was going to come out wrong. I love the line, sexy baby it's such it's so fun to sing it's it's a really good time and i it makes sense like even without knowing because mm-hmm. i didn't know the 30 rock reference but like even without knowing i thought it kind of like made sense but what 30 rock apparently in an episode of 30 rock that's where the reference started i think in like 2011 oh um, i thought it was just like
1: a th- uh like a way that, like, no there's like a whole 30 rock episode horror movies
0: no there's like a 30 rock episode where she like dresses up as a kid and she's like i'm a sexy baby <laughs> and then my mom thought it was jamie tart <laughs> yeah a sexy little baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> baby i
1: just love jamie um sure. oh my god i love him um i don't know about 30 rock but i did get the leg like, infantilizing women in right? hollywood and or well, she's not hollywood but
0: yeah i have a great time with that line great time with a song and i think her voice sounds very good in it i'm
1: it i just identify as an antihero, so. Mm. um, That one is fun. I, like, the whole time I was like, I love unlikable heroines, and this song is, like, I had to find an unlikable heroine for mm-hmm. it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I love them, especially because people tend to not like them. And I actually struggled. I guess I've read more unlikable heroines in contemporary than I have in historicals. Mm. I found True. a few. The one that I ultimately went with was The Perfect Crimes of Marion Hayes by Cat Sebastian.
0: Oh, I have that one for another one. Interesting. Look at
1: that.
0: I just very much.
1: Marian's like not a good person. Yeah. And she knows it and she accepts that. Yeah. And then commits crimes.
0: And I love I her don't for remember. It. It's
1: been a while since I read it. So I don't remember how much she like gets down on herself. And so now I'm like, I don't have the lyrics pulled up, but there were a few that I were like, mm, or that I were, I, w- words. I was like, this feels very, like, Marion Hayes' internal monologue to me, um, mm-hmm. especially once she starts like, getting really mean to Rob and, like, pushing him away and then would, like, kind of berate herself for it. Yeah. But, like, she couldn't really help it. That's just the way that she is. But it's fine because Rob is wonderful. He was. Oh, I just love Marion Hayes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mine is – on both counts, an antihero because people don't really like this book. But Angelica Frankenstein makes her match. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Angelica was a good fit. She's a bit of a narcissist. Oh <laughs> she yeah, she gets older, never wiser until she meets the hero. She, her midnights become afternoons because she's cutting people up. Um, ghosts her. She's scheming literally by bringing people back from the dead. Like, it, it, and it, just a lot of the vibes, like the tone, maybe of the song doesn't really fit you know, the upbeat, but I thought the lyrics kind of fit her. <laughs> oh, I think Angelica Frankenstein would listen to that.
1: That's funny because I identified yeah. with Angelica and liked her for being unlikable for the yeah. same reasons that I identify with hero. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And like, she has a great, she has great growth in that book, which mm-hmm. I think people who DNF don't get to see that. So like, I understand like if you DNF at a certain point, you're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is this? Um, but I think it like, it takes the arc of the song where... You understand that she recognizes it, and then she changes, but she doesn't change who she is mm-hmm. fundamentally. She just changes how she like expresses things and impacts other people. Um, and she's also wanted for the money mm-hmm. um, because she's rich, and people are always trying to like get with her, but she's very selective. Um, that one was tied for glitch only because of the stitch <laughs> line in glitch, but it has none of the other vibes. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but there's a really great. But yeah.
1: I don't know if it was like one line or if there were just a few different moments there where like she really was actively trying to be a kinder person and in doing so would like yeah. put her foot in her mouth or do something harmful not realizing yep. and I was like <sighs> that hit yep. um
0: yeah cuz she was trying to give like um food like she she was really trying and, and it, yeah. that was like the gut wrenching part was that you could tell that she was trying that she hated herself <laughs> especially once um what was his name Sam, who What was it? The hero. Who's the he- the hero in that book? Will, Angelica. Will. <laughs> I was like, I Sam? <laughs> I don't do names. I don't know. I don't do names well. Um. And so when Will, you know, was resurrected, um, he was really just like confused as to what she was doing all the time because he was just that wasn't who he fundamentally was. And so she kind of like checked herself and was like, "Whoa, this is privilege, and this is this and that." Um. And I mean, I love that book, but maybe I'm an I'm an antihero for loving it. I don't know. <laughs> that was real but good.
1: That was that one. My and then the well, next. Hold on, my runners Ooh, up because one of them I used for something else, so I mm. won't mention it. But her Countess to gotcha. Cherish by oh, what is that author? We'll link it. Her Countess to Cherish I I is. I think you read it. Maybe you didn't. We read it for yeah, a book club. I definitely um, read this.
0: Her Countess.
1: It's a a queer historical. I could see that a lot. And her whole thing is that, like, Mm -hmm. she's kind of built up this wall around herself out of, like, self-defense and is purposely really bitchy, but now she can't take that down. And so she has several moments where she lashes out at her friends and people that she loves, like, verbally lashes out at them and says something really horrible. And internally is like, I can't believe I just said that, but she can't take it back because that would Mm -hmm. show emotion, and emotion is weakness um and so her whole like internal mm-hmm. monologue is just like how do i get out of this cycle of like being awful to people but also i'm
0: afraid to be vulnerable that one fits really yes, well too i liked it a lot
1: and then also this one doesn't really fit that- but the vampire who loved me he's the <laughs> antihero <laughs> I, th- I feel like i felt that i thought about those books a lot <laughs> i did too i actually think i paired the vampire who loved yeah. me with several and i didn't give it to any of them ultimately but i was like yeah. julian kane is yeah. the antihero
0: Yes. Well, and then just listening to um the Immortals After Dark, mm-hmm. I was like, I could probably do a separate pairing of oh, those yeah. books. These songs, because like I like I was and then I was thinking of like other Taylor Swift songs listening to those books. It's been a whole wild ride in my brain. <laughs> um and then the next one is Snow on the Beach. Yeah. Um This is a weird song. And this it is. It is. You don't I like do this not. one, right? This, this is, is like one of my your least favorite. lower lower end. Weird but fucking <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> But you're like weird, but I mean, think it's like fine. It
1: just sounds like <laughs> it should be playing in the background. I don't want to actively listen yeah. to
0: it. It's the lyrics get stuck in my head, but it's not a song that I gravitate towards. Like parts of it, like replay, but I think it doesn't feel ultimately um, like a
1: story to me. Like it, it feels very repetitive. Like just oh, we were passing in the night, and like your our yeah. relationship is weird but beautiful, and I'm like that's it. That's the whole
0: story. It's not what I expected from Lana Del Rey and Taylor Swift coming together, finally, you know? Disappointing in that regard. Like, I don't mind the song, I suppose, in general, but, like, it's not my top five, and I wanted – I expected more.
1: I don't, like, dislike it. I just do skip it every time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Relatable. Um – you okay. go. I think for that um, one first. I went with a lady's guide to celestial mechanics by Olivia Waite specifically mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. and of course, now I don't have the lyrics up. Um, it, there's a line about stars. Weird, but it was beautiful. Flying in a dream, stars by the pocketful. Mm-hmm. You wanting to, uh, you wanting me tonight feels impossible. Um, Again, I don't mm-hmm. really know what the story of the song is, but I do know Celestial Mechanics. One of them is an astronomer, and there's, like, a moment where she takes her up and uses mm-hmm. her telescope and, like, shows them the stars. And also, it's, like, a sapphic historical. Perfect. And so the, like, mm-hmm. you wanting me feels impossible. All of that sort of feels mm-hmm. like it ties in together. Um, and then just, like, the vibes. I don't know. The vibes felt right yeah. to me. So that's mine.
0: Was it, like, a like a softer book because i feel like the song is like yeah
1: i mean there's a there's conflict but it's not yeah it's not like homophobia
0: is the conflict or anything like that it's it it felt pretty soft to me Mm -hmm. and that's why mine is scandal and spring (laughs) to bring it up again um i mean matthew thought the entire time that this was impossible i mean he's been holding himself back for as long as he's known daisy um and i just kind of vibed with a weird but fucking beautiful is a little bit She's weird. She's a little weird. And he's like, yeah, you're weird, but <laughs> you're fucking beautiful. Um, That's another one where it was kind of like a toss away. I was like, you know, the song is just about someone, like, just, like, not thinking that the love was going to happen, and then it did. And then I was like, you know, we're going to get scandal and spring up in here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because I will not let it die. I will not there let it guess. rest. I run- One so, of my
1: runners-up was Devil in Winter, yep.
0: um, because it also was, like, the, mm-hmm. it's a
1: weird, unexpected relationship, and it works.
0: Yep. Yep. I know, it's like I'm going to find better books as I yeah. keep reading, but – We're we're working with what we've got. It's hard. It's Wicked hard on the here.
1: Wallflower was my other one, by the way, mm-hmm. strictly because when they mm. first have sex, it's on the roof. And it's, like, at night mm. on the roof and they're, like, up there in the stars. And it's like it, – it, it, like, when
0: I'm listening to Snow on – like, that's the scene that pops into my head. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stars, the governess game—I think it's the governess game or gambit or something—by Tessa Dare. Second one in her most recent series. She's an astronomer, and they like have sex on a hill under the stars. Okay, well there <laughs> so. you go. Um, and and kind of, and he's kind of maybe weird but fucking beautiful. Um, he thinks she's a governess, and she's just kind of at his door because I, for some reason, I don't know. Um, you're on your own, kid. And the next go? one is you're on your own, kid. Yeah. Sure. Uh this one, again, is a song I like, but it's not necessarily oh. my favorite. But a book I love, Duchess by Midnight, my second <laughs> Cinderella retelling that I've mentioned so far. Um, she's it's a like reverse of the Cinderella. So she's basically the evil stepsister. And so she did a lot of work in the past to get to a point where she's not the the villain anymore. So this one also kind of worked for anti hero. Um but I liked cause I mean, her step or her actual mother is just bad. Um, she's really dismissive and mean, and you know, brings out her flaws. um and so drew drew Drews uh, Mina, the main character, she lashes out a ton in the past, and she's not a good person. She's really bad to Cindy, her stepsister, Cinderella. um and I just really felt it related to like she was on her own. She had to learn lessons and you know, do all of this work by herself. Um, and obviously she ends up with um, the Duke. It was such a good book Um because you you like see Cindy with the prince and then they somehow come together. And it was just a very fun time. Um, and I will bring that book up any chance I can get as well because there was sexy bird watching. Like she was getting absolutely railed while watching for birds and it was <laughs> fun. So
1: There you
0: have it. This one wasn't initially
1: one of my favorites, and now is definitely in the Mm -hmm. top few for me. I think Mm single-handedly, the bridge just makes me cry every time. That's one of my favorite bridges. I went with The League of Gentlewomen Witches by India Holden. Mm. I just feel like Charlotte was always on her own anyway. And also, specifically, the whole, like, I've done all of this to achieve this thing that I want. It also – I consider doing Wisteria Society as well because I think she and Charlotte have kind of a similar – Cecilia and Charlotte have similar arcs in that way where, like, they have done all of the – like, sacrificed all of this for this thing that they wanted. Um, And then ultimately they found something that they did want. The bridge specifically, I just think about, like, Charlotte standing on the roof and flying off into the sunset with Alex and the whole, like, I did all these things, Mm -hmm. I hosted these parts, like Mm – And then you look around – and she found something yeah. they can't take away because it was worth it. And she made friends. Aww. She made the friendship bracelets. She seized the moment. She took it. Um, and there was no reason for her to be afraid.
0: Aww. She discovered
1: her inner magic. I actually had a lot for this one. That's um cute. And they were mostly <laughs> – there were several Sarah McLeans. A Scott in the Dark is one where she's incredibly lonely. Aww. Like, that's her whole – she's like a ward mm-hmm. of a duke and the dukes keep dying and she keeps getting past duke to duke.
0: Um jeez and so she's basically spent... wait does she end up being does she, does she end up being the ward of like, yeah the duke she yeah. falls in love with it's not weird it's very
1: cool. it's very not weird but no like, no he's no. like the 16th in well, line be, or something yeah. so he never expected to be a duke and then he is no i like i like that and they're premise. like hey you've also inherited <laughs> like this ward she's like 24 <laughs> years old um but she she has like no friends no that... family I... <laughs> she's super lonely like like devastatingly lonely it's almost painful to read yeah um And so that was the vibe there. Also, The Brightest Star in Paris by Diana Biller, which is about a ballerina. Mm. And she also is pretty. She's on her own, kid. So those were my (laughs) – you're on your own, kids. Midnight Rain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) God, this is my favorite song on the album. I love this song so much. I know. Something about that voice. People can say (laughs) – It's so satisfying. (laughs) It is. They can say all they want, but I was, like, watching – Like TikToks of just people like listening to it for the first time, and then like at first they're Mm -hmm. like, "What?" and then immediately their body just starts Mm -hmm. to like move because it's just so fucking. (laughs) It sounds so good. That little high note at the end. Yeah, I mean, speak of a song that I, speak of a song that I physically cannot sing. I mean, I do not have the range for this one, but sure do I try in my car. Devastating to realize that, um but it's hard to match to romances. It's so hard. But I've somehow ended up with two, but they're both unreleased. So I was mm-hmm. like a little bit slap on the wrist. It's fine. Like, I've we got we are, a few. We are yeah. Um. Uh. You go okay. first. I um, went first. The last
1: one. I and this one. Like they were all kind of loose interpretations of this song because I don't mm-hmm. have any strictly mm-hmm. like. She left him to go be famous. That also feels very contemporary. I feel like I that's know. Common... I, th- I have one
0: okay. that I think kind of embodies that, but it's a little bit different. It's not a common historical no. thing.
1: Uh, no. But I ended up going with Devil in Spring, mm-hmm. which is – again, it's not exactly right. They're not quite like she definitely is the sunshine rather than the midnight rain. Not so much that she's like – looking for pain versus his comfort but i do think that gabriel very Mm -hmm. much was like look we've been compromised it's time to get married we're gonna get married this is just how this is gonna go and pandora's entire resistance to the idea of marrying him is i can't marry you i want to be like i have designed a board game i am in the process of becoming this like board game business owner and if i marry you i will not have the ability to own Mm -hmm. my own business anymore um, and so she resists Gabriel for a yeah. very long
0: time. I finished that book and immediately forgot the entire thing. Um, so thank you for that little summary because now it's coming back to me. I liked it; it was fine, but it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. But there are some
1: very sweet moments, mm-hmm. and I really like Pandora. I liked and it when I, I was specifically listening to it. really enjoyed her being like, "No, I will not marry you." And Gabriel, who's like the son of Sebastian Saint Vincent, and also in line to be a duke, and he's like, mm-hmm. "What do you mean you won't marry me? What are you talking about?" And she's like, "I I have a board game." respect pandora game. so that's my she was busy chasing that fame making that name for herself making that game uh, okay and he just wanted a bride i mean he didn't actually but he knew yeah. that he had to marry her because they were compromised sort of
0: okay um my first one is a love by design by elizabeth everett um so they were childhood sweethearts and um She was going to elope with him, but she wanted to be an architect, and she was very smart, and she had a lot of dreams, and um, for some reason, he just never showed up when they were going to elope, and it's been years later. She got married. She got widowed. Um, He went off to war. He is definitely the sunshine in the relationship. She is is being forced to do a lot of things that she doesn't really want to do. There are a lot of decisions that she has to make that are kind of counterintuitive to what she believes in. Um, throughout the whole book and her whole thing is she wants to be a famous architect so there's kind of the fame um and I can't give too much away about the book because it's not released yet it comes out in 2023 um but if you read the book I think you'll really see how they relate um just even kind of like why they separated like why he didn't show up I think really relates to the song um she didn't necessarily want like pain but I think a lot of the choices that she made caused pain. Um, and I really liked the book. A lot of her decisions though were like hard to read, but you knew why she was making them, which made it easier. Cause you were kind of like, why? But you were also like, okay, I get it. Like I probably too would have made the exact same choice. Um, and so that was, that's the closest I could get because it had, I think the right vibes It's kind of like a sadder book and just more like introspective. Um and then Duke gets even by Joanna Shoup again. Um, that the cover fits this one Midnight and this was like dark blue, very pretty cover. Um, she she basically just doesn't want to be a bride. Um, fuck, I'm gonna forget their names. I names and I I don't know. Uh, have you you haven't read that series yet, have you? No. Uh, what's her name? Nellie. Um, so she is. Basically, she's not a virgin. She uh has a very scandalous reputation. He is a duke. He came to America looking for a bride. He's gotten chilled to three times. And he is just like down on his luck. So he's not necessarily like sunshine. She's kind of the sunshine. Um, but she also doesn't want to be um she doesn't want her freedom taken away. She's very progressive, and it's a whole theme of the book. So it's not necessarily like a one-for-one. Um, but it's, it's up there. I have another book in the series for another song, so I didn't formally include this, but I thought it kind of fit. Um, then we've got question dot 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 mark.
1: Another one that wasn't initially a favorite, but it's bumped up for me. It's just
0: so fun to listen to. Do you hear the, uh, Out of the Woods in the back? Backtrack? No. If you, I have a, uh, I can send you it on Twitter. Um, you know the song Out of the Woods, right? Mm-hmm. No? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. She's like the ah uh, that she does in out of the woods. There's um a tweet that shows it like one to one, and then not, I can't hear it. I can't not hear it anymore. All right. Swifties are a little crazy. Well, the the I remember in the beginning of the song is also sampled from Out of the Woods, and so I'm like, is this about Harry Styles too? Whatever. It may Maybe. Um, um. But it was another one that was hard to match for me, just because like it also feels yeah. very modern. I what I first did was go the good girl sad boy mm. and then I was like what if I do one with like a good girl scene
1: <laughs> Why are you the way that you are I love be- it
0: We <laughs> can't change it uh The Brad Goes Rogue from the Joanna Shoop series um that book is fucking hot um so so there's a huge gravel scene she is a good girl um he calls her good girl multiple occasions um he's sad his friend just got ran over by a train and he's also (sighs) he's also just dealing with other things he's a sad boy he's a sad gentleman yeah um so he's dealing with that she's operated under the assumption for the past few years that she was going to marry him because her father's had like signed a contract and then she kind of just like goes wild after he rejects her they meet at a uh, masquerade but they don't know each other and then they just they get to like third base <laughs> as you do and it's very hot it's like her first why don't we have masquerades anymore by the way i, I fucking wish where are all the masquerades? those
1: masks <laughs> seem so fun and i want like full masquerade we shouldn't be able to tell your identity type masquerade Mm-hmm. dangerous mm-hmm. perhaps
0: i want the drama of it it's so dramatic like the ball gowns uh, the, like, hooking up with people that
1: you don't know who they are, so you don't know, like, what the drama wow. is that you're creating? So, wow. So we, we need, like, a masquerade
0: orgy, <laughs> which is what this story right, is. All right, I don't know. I wouldn't take it that far. <laughs> well, it was, like, one of those, like – it was, like, a French demi-monde, like – Ah, uh, yes, of course. You know. As they do. Um, as they do. Um, then she, the one part of the song is, like, on your mind with some dickhead guy the duke was courting her he's not a dickhead but preston sure thought he was a dickhead um and just conversations and talking about it and uh crowded room kissing in a crowded room i mean no one really applauded for them but she did get absolutely ravished in a crowded room <laughs> when he was like they were like in the like a suite above so <laughs> yeah that's that's mine. My- I also
1: went with the kiss in a crowded room. Have you ever had someone mm. kiss you in a crowded room? And again, they were not, like, applauded. Their friends didn't make fun of them. <laughs> but I went with Portrait of a Scotsman. Hear me out. Mm. I know overall, like, the story doesn't quite match up. But if you take pieces of it, it does. Okay? So have you ever I mean, had someone kiss you in a crowded room?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, the whole, like, I think I want some explanations. Very much Hattie vibes. Yeah. As soon as she finds out that he tricked her into marrying him. Yeah. Or being forced to marry him. And she's like oh so you've just ruined everything um and the whole like do you wish you could still touch her like you've you've ruined everything Mm -hmm. and now you can't be with her and that very much is the like initially like they had kind of hit it off their like relationship was developing um Mm -hmm. they didn't quite get through the wedding night because she kind of panicked a little bit but he was like that's fine we'll get there and then she found out that the entire kiss was a setup and she was like nope i'm gonna ruin your life um and then again he didn't like sneak out in the middle of the night she did or I don't know if it was in the middle of the night. Maybe, I think, was he the but. one that was like, I'm going to go to Scotland and she leaves? That's what it is. He's like, I'm going to go to Scotland. Bye. And she's like, fine, I'm leaving to go to Paris. But he follows her. And he's like, nope, you're coming to Scotland with me. Um. So he does sneak out in the middle of the night, I guess, unless I'm mm-hmm. misremembering that book. Um, and then he spends a lot of that book wishing he could still touch her. Like yes, desperately he wishing and fantasizing about it. And it's real hot. I love that book. My other ones were – and this this is the only one that I added that I have not read. Mm, mm-hmm. I had a couple other ones that got mentioned later. But Aphrodite and the Duke, I read, like, mm. the very first few pages of it, and I haven't gone back and finished it yet. Um, but just the premise of it, I know, is that they, like, I think grew up together and were friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he s- basically said that he was going to propose to her, and then he never showed up and ended up marrying someone else. And now it's years later, and he's a widower. Um, and I think they run into each other again, and so that also very much was the like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like kiss her and leave. Like, I would it's, like some explanations. I don't know if she demands explanations because yeah. I haven't read it. Well, I, I would. She does. I sure
0: would. I. It's really um, hard for me when someone else gets married in the time frame. Like I mentioned, <laughs> it, like she got married in the A Love by Design. Um, like it's just really hard for me to, to like get over that hurdle. I mean, it happens. M- Free, quite frequently I would say in the genre like So like I have to deal yeah. with it Um, But I still get kind of like really you didn't wait But again they didn't necessarily have to And whatever
1: Oh but in this case it wasn't yeah. like he married Someone else and you're not sure why Yeah yeah. Anyway I That one's on my TBR I have the um the audio book to read I like I, I got the audio book And then I couldn't finish it in time And I was mm-hmm. like okay it's fine I'll just put it
0: back on hold and Story of my life it yeah vigilante shit (laughs) i don't dress for women i don't dress for men i dress as a harlequin (laughs) did you pick that one as
1: your i sure did oh i thought about it but i hadn't read i mean i've only read the first maiden lane book so that's true i couldn't use
0: i think most of them dress as the harlequin thing um there are like a few that you could have done but of Shadows was sure the one I picked because that's my favorite of the series. Um the real really nothing else. Like there's no real other I just wanted to say that line. Um so one that fits a little bit better, maybe, is uh what is it? Uh the, the Duke in Time by Janet McGregor. Um did you have you read that one? It's where she finds out that her husband who just died had two other wives. Oh yeah. Yeah, so she just gets married and before he could consummate the marriage, he leaves her. I think on the wedding night. And then he goes out on his horse. He ends up I think like falling and breaking his neck. And so then she um you know, they get have the will read and then you find out she was never actually married to him. He had another wife who got pregnant and then there was another one who also thought she was his wife, but they hadn't actually been married yet i don't think um so he didn't necessarily get revenge on him because he he done did die but um it was a lot of like the women coming together and just like shit like you know spitting on his grave (laughs) and being real mad at him um and i really liked that book it was very fun um so that was like my other one that kind of related to the whole men suck
1: i went perks of loving a wallflower Actually, technically, like the entire Winchester series kind of works,
0: but
1: specifically *The Perks of Loving a Wallflower*, Um, because Tommy is like her talent is that she's a master of disguise. Like she she has an entire room full of different costumes and things. She She can turn herself into a whole different person. She spends lots of the first book as a different person. Like she is a master of disguise. Mm -hmm. She is excellent at it, and so quite literally. I don't know that she's dressing for revenge specifically. Sometimes there's revenge, but definitely mm-hmm. it's for vigilante justice, which is why kind of the whole series because the Winchesters yeah. are like a adopted family of vigilante.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a, <laughs> a vigilante's so whole. Cool. Yeah. They're very cool. It's a great series. Um but
0: Perks of Loving a Wallflower
1: specifically, she is dressing for
0: it. For my my hold for the third audiobook just came in, so I'm living large. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. And then my
1: backup ones were um, Heartbreaker and The Queer Principles of Kit Web by Sarah McLean And yeah,
0: um, I have especially. the uh, I have the entire Hell's Bell series for another one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I look which one? That, yeah,
1: it's big. I, and again, Adelaide is specifically isn't dressing for an event, but really just like no, but Hell's No, Like she that's was
0: trying the to get energy. justice,
1: though. Like I searched yeah. for those. Yeah, words which is why I was thinking of book. her. Um, yeah, what's she called? The marriage. no the um the the, oh my god i just read this book not that long ago the the okay look it's fine the point is she has a special nickname because she does background research on men and shows up and gives it to the family of the women that they're trying to marry and just like ruins their lives and is like no what the fuck was her name i don't know it was cute and catchy but they only talked about it in the beginning it was something it was something breaker but it wasn't the heartbreaker no it was like the marriage something or the it had something to do with like marriage or engagement the match breaker that makes more sense yes there we are so she's the match breaker i was gonna kill me definitely dressing for revenge Mm -hmm. um or at least justice yeah as you said yep And then queer queer principles, Percy also loves clothes, Mm -hmm. loves dressing up, and Mm -hmm. is out for revenge straight up. So maybe I should have gone with that one as my number one.
0: (laughs) I like Perks, though. I think Perks is solid. Yeah. And then we've got Bejeweled. Um, This one I struggled. Yeah, this this one I think came at the end for me, and I kind of just said fuck it, and I – picked a book and it ended up actually really fitting with the music video because it's another cinderella i i also wanted to because ha- like a few of these have midnight in the title so i just thought it was being fun um so it's a kiss at midnight by eloisa james um cinderella trope she has to pretend to be her stepsister um and go to this i think he's a duke or he's a, maybe a prince he's something he's got a big old castle it she I mean, Bejeweled really to me just feels like like the she polishes up real nice. I mean, she's technically Cinderella, so like, you know, she has to start to dress up and like polish up and like she's actually like very beautiful and all of that. And she was like locked away during the ball. Um and he basically gave he gave her a book of um I don't know if it was like a medical book or like a book of erotic uh, stories and images, but she was literally like these cocks don't match up to yours, so I can't read this because this is disappointing. I'm going to read your, like, archaeology book instead. <laughs> and then he comes back after locking her in the room after the ball, and it was very good. Um, there are lots of jewels, and, I mean, he's like, I think, I think he's actually a prince. Um, dancing all night, she found confidence. Um, and there's, like, a lyric about shoes in there, shoes I gave you. I don't know, Cinderella loses her shoes, so there we are this one I struggled because I really wanted to match it to the
1: actual storyline and I swear somewhere in the back of my brain there is mm-hmm. a book that matches the actual story of this song which is you don't appreciate me and so I'm going to show you exactly yeah like what it is which I that to me reads like a marriage in crisis book where the heroine is like you do not appreciate
0: me yeah. so I don't know
1: maybe to have talks hoax would work for something like that and is like Whatever, Um, which is why initially I thought West End Earl like it doesn't match the vibe. But West End Earl by Bethany Bennett is the one where he kind of messes up, and so she—you've mentioned it before. I don't know (laughs) if the episode is
0: out. I sure don't know. But I love that scene out
1: later where she like sucks him off, and then right before he comes, she gets up and walks out Mm because she's pissed at him. And she spends a lot of that book making him suffer. Uh Like she kind of ruins that man's life, and that was
0: the energy of Bejeweled to me, but it wasn't my pick. And again, kiss of a demon king, very much the same vibes. Except I, for yeah. he didn't realize in Weston Earl that she was like angry at him, so he just thought he was just gonna get a real happy ending, and then she, he was so confused and she just like walked out. That was the biggest power move. It was quite. Um, a I have seen in a book. It was fabulous. Um, you were talking about uh, not appreciating. Then there's another Eloisa James one, the Ugly Duchess. Um, he, they get married really young and they have a good wedding night. They love each other. They've been friends. And then she overhears a conversation with his father and him where he's just like, I didn't want to marry her. I don't find her attractive, whatnot. Um, cause she's very, um, she's not conventionally attractive. And so then she kicks him out. He leaves for seven years. She thinks the marriage is over. He thinks the marriage is over. And, um, And then she becomes, like, this beacon of, like, fashion. And she's, like, now the most fashionable. Like, she has, like, the ugly duckling, like, transformation now. She is um, very confident and revered in town. And then she's going to get an annulment and consider him dead. And then he gets wind of this. He's now a pirate, very girthy thighs. And he barges into, I think, the House of Commons and just absolutely, throws her over his shoulder and walks out. And then it's, like, figuring out, like her having to not trust him again um and getting over those hurdles
1: yeah so that is the the storyline that i was looking for mm-hmm. so if it's i had read book. that that would be my pick the one that i ultimately mm-hmm. went with was how to survive a scandal by samara parish which again doesn't quite line up story-wise but i think the vibes are That's right a good one um she was like a darling of society raised to be married to the duke and then mm-hmm. she gets in a carriage accident in the middle of winter this um he's like the son of a Servi- so he's like, I think his mother was nobility, but his father was a footman, yeah. and so he's kind of looked down upon. And they've technically met before, but she doesn't remember him, and so he like really hates her. Um, but he finds her, and he saves her by like dragging her into this abandoned mm-hmm. cottage and stripping them both down and trying to warm her up. So that she does get hypothermia, and then the duke she's betrothed to, who never wanted to marry her anyway, and her father and this really nosy gossip all find them. <laughs> And are like, well, you have to get married. Um, And so very, like, you don't appreciate me energy, but also very, like, I'm going to dress up and I'm going to throw a party and I'm going to impress all your clients and Mm -hmm. it's going to be amazing. That book was very fun. It's fun. What do we got next? Labyrinth. Labyrinth. which is another one of my,
0: not absolute favorites, but towards the top of the list. Yeah. What in the world book? I don't even remember what this book I selected this book. I don't even know what the cover looks like. <laughs> um, oh my God. Okay. We, we've we got it. A remarkable, a remarkable rogue by Anna Harrington. Um, I really capitalized on the, oh, I'm falling in love again line. They're both widowers. Um, the book is like very, like, it's pretty sad and and heavy. I had a great time, which is maybe a little bit unexpected. And I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Um, But everyone kind of expects them to bounce back and to kind of get over it. But they're both struggling in different ways. She's got her own thing. And he is a little bit of like a spy or Bow Street Runner or something like that. And then she um, was almost like the villain-ish of the last book. You kind of thought she was the villain for some reason. Um, And then he's like at the beginning trying to like get her to confess. And then it's very sexy. And um, they kind of are just both like, oh, shit. Like we find each other attractive. Um, And like the labyrinths in in their mind, like that really also kind of resonated with this one because they're both like very stuck in their own head and of things that they're dealing with. Um, It has one of my favorite scenes that has stuck out to me. And it was one of the most visceral moments I've had reading a romance. And it was him in the stables and he was like washing the horse or whatever. And then she's just like peeking over, like looking at him. He doesn't know she's there. And he has this like pail of water and then he's like shirtless and he just like pours it over his head and like and then I think like at that he like he knows she's there, so he's like putting on a show. The hottest thing I've ever read. I don't know what it was, but he was just like he poured this bucket of water over himself and like started to like I don't know. It was, Have you ever it was seen a great the show. Mm mm.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, it's a phenomenal show. There's only two seasons. It's tragic that like they didn't that. renew it for a third. However, it is a musical comedy medieval show. Mm. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. It has no business being that funny, but there is a training montage scene where the she's like a love interest, but she's also the villain. Um, she's training him to, he was, he was a knight. He lost his lady love. She chose the villain over him. And so he Mm. got drunk all the time and is no longer very impressive. But she needs him to, like, get back in shape and save him. And he's going to enter a jousting competition. So there's a training montage. And they have a song about the training montage. It's very meta, very tongue-in-cheek. But he slow-motion pours a bucket of water over his head and, like, shakes it out. And it, like, zooms in on her. And she's like,
0: damn. Like, they're very much
1: playing on the trope. And it's
0: it's It was perfect. That sounds exactly how it was in the book. It was so good. I Um, need you to
1: look at – I'll find the song for you because I imagine that that'll be the exact, like, visual where you're like, yeah, that's it. That's the scene.
0: I cannot wait. (laughs) I'm so – that book was so much fun even though it was a little bit heavier than I normally read. Um, Um, Labyrinth, I think, read two different ways to me.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Where like I had two different kind of books that I was looking at. It was either going to be what you pulled, which is like a widow or widower situation. Mm-hmm. Hence the uh oh, I'm falling in love again, yeah. which is why The Earl Takes All was a runner up for me. Mm. I really thought about it. I really did. Um <clears throat> there's another one that was a I used it later, but another widow book. Um, but I think it also works as a second chance song. Specifically, mm-hmm. and this one, okay, this is like a uh if you like this contemporary you'll like this historical they're not exactly the same but i think you'll like the vibes because um for those of you don't know i work for forever and so we spent a lot of time on friday when midnight's dropped pairing forever books to Mm -hmm. songs and dana matched um before i let go by kennedy ryan which comes out in november to labyrinth and before i let Mm -hmm. go is a it's not even a marriage in crisis. They're divorced. They have kids together. They run a business together. Um, it's very angsty. And there's a lot of trauma around um, – Like, the thing that kind of set off the chain of events was um, mm. a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And the way that she – The the mother, like, could not handle it um, and her mental health issues. And so that book, in my head, translates to the one that I went with for this, which is The Day of the Duchess by Sarah McLean. Mm. Because that also was a – actually there was a divorce in question she wants a divorce for most of this book they have been separated and a lot of it was brought on well there were like issues initially because she trapped him into marriage but a lot of the issues were brought on by a miscarriage and Mm -hmm. her like not being able to cope with that and also kind of him not being able to cope with it this one does have a little bit of cheating as well um Which I think we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. It worked for me. I think he groveled sufficiently and developed enough as a character. I think it worked. Um, But very much that, like, oh, no, like, I'm falling in love again. I Like, Labyrinth feels very second chance to me. Um, Mm -hmm. And also the vibes are there. I, it's like slower
0: and serious and angsty. Yeah. It, so I like, I think the second half of that song, like, I like how it like picks up and gets a little bit of that midnight rain <laughs> voice in it. Um, so I like that one a lot more than Sweet Nothing, but those two were at the bottom of my first initial listen. But Labyrinth has grown on me. Um, sorry, Sweet Nothing, you have not, but, um, I'm beginning to like it a lot more. Also, it doesn't
1: have a, so, Sarah McLean loves um mythology references. Mm, there is a I love different those. the first book in so that's from the Scandal and Scoundrel series, I think. Maybe. Um the first book, and they all have like really, really explicit mythology references. The first one is the labyrinth book, um, The Rogue Not Taken, where they, like, compare themselves to the Minotaur and Ariadne, and then they end up – he has a, a labyrinth on his estate, and they end up,
0: mm-hmm. like, meeting in the middle
1: of the labyrinth at one point. This one doesn't technically actually have a labyrinth in it, but he does have the – oh, I can't remember what they're called, but there's, the, like, seven star. I think it's, like, the Pleiades or something like that, mm-hmm. the seven stars, and he has built her – he has to take her into this, like, underground tunnel thing that comes out in this underground cavern – that is uh, like beneath the lake Mm -hmm. and the seventh plead like sister or whatever is on the ground. And it's like a mirrored ceiling and they have sex in it. It's incredible. It's so, and she's like spread out on the ground and the (laughs) mosaic is on the ground. So she's looking up and he's like, what do you, like he planned it because she can see it in the mirror. It's incredible. Anyway, so not technically a labyrinth, but kind of a labyrinth.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And again, the like miscarriage, like everyone expects me to bounce back. And then, uh uh-oh, fallen in love again. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh
0: uh-oh uh-oh and and now to karma. people who have uh owed it's karma <laughs> karma's gonna come for you um i love this song too it's so yeah. fun i really liked it my first listen i was just like this is this is really, a lot of people were like karma's a cat i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> okay. and what about it i just loved her saying karma's my boyfriend karma's a god like i just thought that was such a I get it move. I mean, I know, like,
1: probably, like, cultural appropriation, et cetera. However. Yeah. It's just so much fun. I will say I've sent – my boss, Estelle, loves the Muppets, and so I have now sent her multiple (laughs) TikToks of Kermit is my boyfriend. Oh, no. And so now when I listen to the song, I do kind of hear Kermit is my boyfriend. Stop. It's awesome. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, To no one's surprise, Bombshell and Heartbreaker and the entire series to come – to me is karma because like I mean, Adelaide, like we've talked about, she basically is the match breaker. She goes and breaks matches of women who are paired with these terrible men. And um, I mean, the beginning of Bombshell starts out with Cecily getting the ultimate like karma revenge on this man um by tricking him into this was it like an actual maze? Maybe that's another labyrinth. Um they like go. They're, like, outside, and they, like, write something on his forehead while he's drugged. Yeah. Is it- Oh, I like, can't remember what it is. <sighs> it's not, like, dirty, but it's an insult. Yeah. Everyone was, like, dunking on him, and it was hilarious. Um, and there's a there's a scene, not in Bombshell, which kind of broke my heart, but in Heartbreaker, um, he says she tastes like honey. So, well, there he says go. she tastes like honey and sin, and obviously karma, like, so sweet you like go. honey. Yeah.
1: I kind of struggled with karma, actually. Um, I ended up going with – I was like, all right, give me – because she has that whole line about, like, ask me what I've earned. Mm, mm -hmm. And um, so that to me was, like, a heroine – or I guess a hero, but, like, I think every hero kind of has to suffer for me to like him. So I was really focusing on a heroine who, like, has suffered, and now she gets, like, the reward. Like, her Mm -hmm. life is good from here on out. So I considered bringing down the Duke by Evie Dunmore. I considered it. It's a runner-up. But the one that I went with – was marrying Winterborne because Helen is just a wonderful person. She is. She's just, she's just so kind and loving and wonderful. She literally goes and like rescues this girl from a horrible orphanage because she's her half-sister, even though she knows it's gonna ruin her life and her reputation, even though she hates her the, the father that she finds out is her father. She does it anyway because she's just a genuinely good person. Mm-hmm. And Reese Winterbourne is karma. That man enacts <laughs> vengeance, and so quite literally, Helen's boyfriend is karma. That man slams that. um her father up against a wall and is like, "I'm a like I was a butcher's son. Like I know how to gut a sheep." Oh my god, I have another one. Do not one. mess <laughs> with me. So I think that Reese Winterbourne is karma. I think that Helen deserves only good things in the world from here on out, and therefore,
0: marrying Winterbourne, karma to go along with that exact vein um the duchess steel by tessa dare have you read that one is that one of the ones yeah. you Yeah um, Oh my god he he's shows Barbara up to her, he like shows up to her father's house and She's makes him also- be his fans <gasps> He's a vigilante shit. He's dressing for revenge in his weird little cape. It's yeah. not normally one of the Tessa Dare ones. That's not my favorite of hers. I liked it a lot, but that's not really what I think about. But you saying about Mary yeah. Winterborn really – Because he goes to her father's house, shows up like a ghost in the night. And then and like, and claims to be a devil, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm the fucking devil. Like You better stay away from her. You're horrible. Because he, he knows he's so religious.
1: Good. And he's like, you're going to hell.
0: Yes, it was amazing. Thanks and then sure. she got – like, um, she got everything that she deserved in in a good way um, yeah. by the end of that book because her father was, again, terrible. So there you have it. Sweet Nothing, probably my least favorite or one of my least favorites. Relatable. We both agree on this. I think people love this song. I'm sorry that we don't um, – yeah, I get why slow. people love it.
1: Like, it's very yeah. soft and
0: tender. The whole, like, I wrote mm-hmm. a poem and he's like,
1: what am I? And I'm like, okay, fine, but the song is boring. Yeah, I'm so sorry if you love that song. I'm in
0: my evil bitch era. Like, I'm not here <laughs> for <laughs> sweet nothing. But, and, like, yeah. Um, that did not affect my song of choice, though. No. I mean, my book no. of choice, sorry. Because Kit McBride gets a wife to me, really. That was one of my runners-up. Yeah. That's mine. It like immediately that one I was just like he's too soft for all of this. <laughs> like he's just too soft. And while I don't like the song very much, I sure do love that book. Also the book is kind of sweet, not that, like there's not a lot of yes. plot, not much no, happens. Very sweet. It's just yep. delightful.
1: It is. Oh, and just very soft and I love it. That mm-hmm. was one of my runners up. Um the other one was How to Be a Wallflower. Oh, and Scandal in Spring. All of those mm. just like very soft, not a ton of yeah. plot. Um, I I mean I wanted to put scandal and spring like everywhere so relatable (laughs) sure the one that I went with was the duke who didn't um because (gasps) I had that one
0: yep that was a runner-up that one was a runner-up for a lot of them actually yeah yeah
1: I soft and sweet, low angst quite Mm -hmm. adorable
0: he didn't want anything from her no it was truly and she didn't want anything from him either she was just like (laughs) (laughs) like I know you're a duke like I don't care whatever that book is so good it is so um, good. oh by Corney milan highly recommend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we read that for book club and that was Ugh. i think our first was that our first book club pick i have no if idea it was that uh, we started off with a bang with that one good mastermind a personal favorite a uh, personal middle of the road it's gotten better for me i really like i think the verses i don't know songs but I, think I think because i identify
1: I absolutely Mm. was one of those scheming little bitches who, like, I will make things happen for me. I will say it reminds me of my mom now because to make a long story short, basically my mom met my dad in college. Or, like, they went to college together, but they met outside of it. And then Mm -hmm. she, like – I don't remember if she used the phone book (laughs) or the student directory, but she, like, narrowed down all the different – Guys with his name went to the different places of residence, figured out where he lived. She somehow managed to figure out at least part of his class schedule so that she could place herself outside of one of his oh classes. Um, and then one time she was coming out of a class late and ran into him and discovered that, like, they would cross paths yeah. in this particular – so she always came out of that class late so that, that they is could hilariously meet. She schemed her way. And <laughs> my dad openly is like, yeah, I was not smart enough to pick up on that. Um so my mom is the mastermind. I also am a mastermind, though. I call it – I had a different name. I always refer to it as strategic placement. Mm. When you know a little too much about where oh, someone's yeah. going to be and you oh, just yeah. happen to be there. Oh, yeah. I – like my friends throughout the years, various friends that have come and gone all knew. They were like, ah, yeah. Caroline and her strategic placement. So anyway, I'm the mastermind. My mom is the mastermind. We come from a long line of masterminds. Also, the song is a bop. I went with the original, the OG mastermind herself, Lord of Scoundrels.
0: You are correct. That's a good one. Because
1: truly, Jessica, (laughs) Jess is the blue, like she's the mastermind. The entire sequence where she shoots him and she knows exactly Mm -hmm. where to aim to make it look like she missed, but actually hit him in the arm. She dressed for it. She knew she was in Paris. She pulled up in the red and black outfit. The police were like, we can't arrest you because it was a crime of passion. The French people would, like, ruin our life. Like, we can't arrest you. And then, like, manipulated him into marrying her. Incredible. There's a scene in, like, a cafe where he, I think he unbuttons her glove and tugs it off and is, like, whispering nonsense initially in Italian. And then it turns into, like, Mm. he's making love to her in Italian. And he's trying to do it to, like, get a rise out of her. And then by the end of it, she's like, congratulations, you've just ruined your reputation. Everyone just saw you, um, like, making love to me in a cafe. Like, you are now the one whose scandalous reputation has been destroyed. <laughs> Who let her? <laughs> Who let her? She's the mastermind. I bow down to the master. Jessica Troy. I can't Trent, wait to The one that. and only. <sighs> I'm ready. I'm so
0: excited. I'm so anyway, excited. Anyway, that's my mastermind that- tangent. Uh, and there was just another book I read where she shot him. I texted you about it. Was that... An, uh, oh, because um, I also just read it. What yeah. did we just read?
1: Where she shoots him? I don't him? know. I don't know. Oh, hang on. I'll find it. What have I read? After Midnight? The Vampire Who Loved Me? Was yep. one of those?
0: Yep. Yep. Who shoot? When does... I- she shoots. I think it must have been the vampire one because he's immortal. So she shoots him, and he can't die. But for some reason, she that. shoots him. I texted you. I think it must be that one, though. Yeah, you're right. I just don't remember what I. I, I don't the context. Not a clue. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's like it's what it's like to live my brain. Um, yeah. No context, but whatever.
1: Oh, Daring and the Duke um, also is a great mastermind one. Home- mm. She is manipulating everything all the time. I also had to have into hoax. She's not even <laughs> Ooh, really the mastermind. That, yeah. It's just a lot of, like, <laughs> shenanigans.
0: My pick was Love Letters from a Duke by Elizabeth Boyle. Um, mm. There are two masterminds in this book. So um, the heroine, she has basically had her mind set for ages that she's going to marry a duke. It's gonna happen. She won't take no for an answer, so she starts to write to. Well, she tracks down every eligible duke. She makes. She has a like a binder, a binder of dukes, and she knows the ones who who are eligible, who are too old. Like me. She's she's got a list. Um, and it's of her, yeah, honestly. And then there was one duke who she wasn't considering because he was just scandalous and he had a bad mm. reputation, and she was like. That's not for me. But then she ended up um, writing to his grandfather. Um, and the grandfather was like, you know, she seems like the kind of woman for my grandson. He's a little bit of a rake right now. He's a little bit like unhinged off the uh, path. And we need to get him back in track. So the grandfather pretends to be him writing these love letters to her. And so he's a little bit of a mastermind. And then she thinks that now she's secured this duke. She's got it in the bag. And um, then, sadly, the grandfather passes away oh, because no. this was in the prologue. And so the letters stop. And she didn't, she doesn't know why they stopped. And this guy comes into his dukedom. He doesn't know that there should be letters he should be responding to. He doesn't want a wife. Um, and then he finds the letters and he shows up to her house, but... He didn't change from when he was, like, not being a ducal heir, like, for something something to happen. So he's looking, like, pretty raggedy. And she thinks he's the footman because they were hiring a footman. And so she's just like, you're late. Come in. Let's get to work. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I just wanted to talk to you about this letter. And then the entire thing is him just, like, listening to her say how she's going to marry him. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. um, Fun. But then he's also like he was also like really insulted because at some point like she wasn't considering him for her list because his reputation I don't know um, but it was There's just a I love going the, on here yeah it was a lot and it had been recommended for some reason it was like to read on Goodreads and then I just got the audiobook um, but again one of my favorite things is mistaken identity which I have another one on this list of um, she thinks he's a footman um, so that oh, one was really, really fun pick we, did. And Fidelity. <laughs> we did infidelity we did. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. So that one was really fun. One of my favorite nice. books of the year. The Great War. Listen,
1: I have a bone to pick with people on TikTok real quick about The Great War. Ooh. Um, I can't tell. Like, I think if you are someone who listened to that song and were like, you understood what the song is about, and then you said, if I just took the chorus out of context, this would be a really good song to like make edits of other characters to, that's fine. That doesn't bother me. People take yeah. certain parts of songs out of context all the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. However, I am a little bit afraid based on the sheer number of people I have seen. Be like, The Great War is such a Persebeth song. The Great War is perfect for Peeta and Katniss. The Great War is perfect for XYZ couple. Like The characters fight mm-hmm. in a war together. I just have to say if you understand that you're just taking the chorus out of context that's one thing but The Great War is not a song about two people who fought an external battle together yeah. they were battling each other yeah. the great war was between those two people yeah. and it's
0: critical to me that you know that Well okay but it may be critical but there is a severe lack of critical thinking and analysis <laughs> going on you on know, the that's internet true but like I just <laughs> especially related to out, Taylor Swift songs Every
1: time someone is like the Great War was written for Percy and Annabeth. I'm like, Percy yeah. and Annabeth? I mean, they, like, bickered at the beginning of their relationship. But it sure. wasn't. Percy yeah. and Annabeth, maybe the chorus, but the actual war itself was not between Percy and Ann- It Listen, it stresses me out. The Great War is, like, <sighs> a toxic relationship. Like, they fought and they fought. Yeah. And then finally, yeah. at right at the breaking point, yeah, she was able to, like, overcome the, like, toxicity mm-hmm. and the self-sabotaging well, and,
0: then- and work through it. Then the thing is, I mean Taylor said this is her most most, most her most autobiographical album since what, Reputation or something like that or to date. And I'm just like you know who this is about. So yeah. you know that she has tried to break up with Joe multiple times because she doesn't think that she's worthy and that she doesn't think mm-hmm. that he deserves all of this shit that she brings to the table. You've listened to Peace, you've listened to all these things. You've listened to Sweet Nothing for God's sakes. You all love that song. So like it's not necessarily hard to parse out what a lot of these songs, like, but apparently it is. Because I see so many weird takes, and I'm just
1: like, nice. Yeah. I don't mean to be insulting. However, please, pl- I, it's The Great War is the fight between two people in a relationship, not yeah. them fighting an external. Which is why my I ended up not going with it as my first choice, because I already had a couple Lisa Klaipas, and I wanted
0: to get this other author on the list. But again, The Magic mm-hmm.
1: was the first one I
0: thought mm-hmm. of. Um, I haven't read that one yet, but it's on my list of things to read. I thought it's, that one would fit for a lot.
1: We'll eventually do an episode on it, I think, because it's yeah. literally so good I would lose my mind. Um, but well, then it's gonna, like gonna a revenge wait.
0: seduction. I'm going to wait to read it then until we do an episode because yeah. I'll forget it. So, Sure.
1: Revenge cool seduction. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, like, exactly a matchup. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's the one who's creating – oh, she's creating some problems too. It very much is, like, internal, like, insecurities – and things coming out and causing problems in a relationship that could work, both mm-hmm. in the first breakup and, honestly, in the, like, second act. Or not second act, but the the second time they come together. Um, and, like, revenge seduction feels very Great War to me. Anyway, so that, like, very much they're fighting. But the one that I ultimately went with is another revenge seduction through the storm by Beverly Jenkins. And that mm. one, double meaning because it's also partially during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. So you could argue yeah, it's also in the Great War, but specifically they kind of fall in love or start to fall in love. And then something happens and she leaves him and he thinks that she betrayed him and also the Union. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't, but the he's Union? like, oh, she was a Confederate spy. Um, and then they end up coming together. His mom, low-key, was the mastermind and manipulated nice. this relationship. And he is like, no, yeah, fine. I'll marry you. And then plans to, like, ruin her life and basically, like, seduce her and then put her in a house somewhere and never see her again. But obviously that doesn't happen. Um, but they do fight it out. to read that. So, Through the Storm,
0: Beverly Jenkins. The Great War. Nice. Please use some critical thinking <laughs> skills. <laughs> I'm begging y'all. <laughs> it's a PSA. Um, mine is The Duke in Question by Emily Howard. Um, that one, I mean, it is set at the backdrop of the um, – I think when is it? Is it the Civil War too? I think it may be because um Lincoln they're trying to she has some um info on a on a, another plot to assassinate Lincoln. Um so she has to go to America to give to deliver this stuff to um the Union so they can save Lincoln. Um so it's it's like after i don't quite know where it all fits but um basically they like she's i think he's a friend of her brothers and she's always had like had a crush on him she's like you know the diamond but he just has never had time for her obviously he's always been like <laughs> but like he never has acknowledged her um he's actually a very big dick at the beginning of this book and i was like i accept it and i move on because he can get it. Um, it, I. They just fought yeah. a lot. The Kirsty was I sweet-talked really was a line that stood out. Um, they just had a lot of barbs at each other. Um, every, like, sex scene was just so, like, passionate and, like, crazed. Um, so they were kind of just, like, at war the entire book because he was an undercover spy. And um, he had an ex-wife, which was kind of rare. So then she... They were on a boat for a lot of it, and then the ex-wife was there, so then she was kind of, like, dealing with that, like, jealousy and confusion about his relationship because not many people can get divorced at that time. Um And, yeah, that one, I just... And the cover is red and just kind of, like, felt, I don't know, crimson and war-ish, mm-hmm. but they were just, like, at each other's throats the entire time. Another one, if you want... Um, would be the, the uh kiss a devil king or demon king or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, they are fight like they are true enemies. <laughs> like kiss of a demon king, kiss of a demon king. God, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: you and your now you're the immortals after dark person. I
0: for sure fucking am. That book taken on the mantle. Bit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, bigger Than the Whole Sky is the next one. Another one that's just is like at the bottom of my list. Just I think it's I like good. How it sounds. I just
1: skip it because it makes me sad if I listen to the lyrics. Yeah. And I don't want to be yeah. that kind of sad.
0: Yeah, it's like Ronin, Soon You'll Get Better, all of those. It's taken the mantle of – it sounds very good. Like Ronin, if you listen to just like the music, I love how Ronin sounds. But you cannot catch me singing that song on the highway. I will crash. <laughs> like no and this one is the same because like at the yeah. my first listen i didn't really like taking any of the lyrics and then i was like wait cool that's gonna be bad for me to listen that's gonna to. leave a mark Hmm.
1: Hmm. i you want to go
0: oh i was gonna say i chose any duchess will do by tessa dare i can't really give away why i chose it except for it has one of the most emotional it has one of the most emotional scenes that I've read in a historical romance um the main hero was a rake you see him in um a week to be wicked he is hosting literal orgies and just sins upon sins it's a sin sandwich in there and then he's been celibate for a year and he's like completely gotten back on the wagon and his mother is just like you need a wife and so she's a mastermind and it's like you have to pick one so then he um is like okay well i will pick the most unsuitable duchess you will ever see he chooses a barmaid um and she's basically just like he's like i will give you money and do all this all these things for you if you just be yourself and like the worst that you can be and she's insulted but she's also like i will do it um and then there's he obviously has this like hidden reason why he stopped doing everything. And when you figure it out, because you kind of oh, like know, no. but then you but then you don't know, it's just very sad. Oh no, and it's the one of my, it's, it's like my second favorite Tessa Dare. But like it was real fucking sad. Um so That was my pick, and I think about that book all the time because it was just – his arc just throughout the series and then that book is just so good. It's also kind of like Beauty and the Beast because he has, like, a whole wing that she can't enter. Ugh. Yeah. Sure. (sighs) I think um, I
1: can do – similar to, like, Labyrinth, I can listen to it two Mm -hmm. different ways, um, Mm -hmm. and I think it works for either. The one is that folks have posited it is a miscarriage or about a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I did briefly consider – I ended up using it earlier, but I considered um, The Day of the Duchess Mm -hmm. for the same reason um, that she has a miscarriage. It's not, like, incredibly drawn out, but it is a significant thing that happens. And so I think that could kind of work for that. Um, But the other way that I can listen to it and that I I think I prefer it is um, A a Widow or A Widower. Mm Mm-hmm. Having lost someone, and so I ended up going with Devil's Daughter, um, by Lisa Claybus. Yeah, um, I can see that, which makes me cry when I listen to that song and I think about it. Um, with her whole like, like she knew that he was her. She's a widow. Her previous husband has died a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. By the time the book starts, um, and he was chronically and terminally ill. Like he has his. He's been chronically ill his entire life. So they knew that he didn't have a lot of mm-hmm. time and they got married knowing that and were basically like we would like to spend as much time together as we could and then ended up having actually less time than they thought he declined really quickly and kind yeah. of unexpectedly and some of the line where they talk about like um and they mention it in devil in spring too because that's about her brother is the hero in that one mm-hmm. um where they talk about like Gabriel was the one who carried her husband out to go fishing for the, like yeah. the last time on his very last day outside and i'm like um I love a widow plot, I really do, mm-hmm. but it will ruin my life when I read it, well, and this one also ruined
0: my that life. And one's, that one's super hard because also the um, the hero in that one was kind of like the bully of him of as a kid, so then husband, she yeah. hates him when she it sees him. It doesn't last too long. No. They get over it, but it quickly. And he does a tone. Yes. Oh, well, because his arc throughout the entire series is him – you know, mm-hmm. he's a little bit of a wastrel at the beginning in Cold Hard Rake, and then you see his steady progression into just daddy. He's like Mr. Napkin. Oh yeah, West Daddy. Is
1: by far one of the most attractive yeah. heroes I've ever read yeah. in a romance. Yeah, I West Ravenell. He just Rocky Montaged. Himself. Yeah, he Rocky Montaged his way. I listen, <laughs> through that series. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. West Ravenel most closely resembles a man that if I met in real life, I would be yeah. in love. Mm-hmm. No business. Um, yeah. but it is like devastating getting into her talking about her husband because i think some widow plots we should do a widow plot episode oh. also because oh, i there think are there are many. some great ones yes. but you can either there are a few that are middle of the road but typically they're either like her first husband was either much older or like horrible and abusive or whatever yeah. she's not sad that he's gone or like the girl takes all or something yeah you're gonna sit in the discomfort of like she loved someone and yeah. he's dead and this yeah. you you do have to kind of sit in it mm-hmm. and it hurts but it's good paris yeah on a lighter note
0: Paris a very, uh, very much lighter note this is this is all again like a middle of the road song um it's fun um, I chose the perfect crimes of Marianne Hayes because she truly just shot someone and didn't left. want the fucking news <laughs> she just, that was a great point I have um did you see the news of the Duke who was shot absolutely not we're in Paris and then the nails emoji <laughs> They totally do just
1: like leave. They're like, "Did you hear yeah. the news? You know what's going on?" No.
0: <laughs> and as soon <laughs> as soon as I was thinking of books, I was like, "Wait, <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> they don't want to hear the news. They're just doing their shit." So it's a great point. This one
1: I don't love the song because I think it's I don't know, not super memorable for me. Like it's fine, yeah, yeah it's- but I don't love it. Yeah. Um, and so I have. No reasoning for this one. I went with A Caribbean Heiress in Paris by Adriana Herrera. Because, first of all, they literally are in Paris. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't know how to explain this. Um, but I do feel like their vibe is also the vibe of the song. I'm um, to, like, I don't have reasoning for it. <laughs> sp- yeah. Paris. I don't know how to explain. Like, it just makes sense in my brain. Mm -hmm. It's like a satisfying. And again, I don't think I can reason it out. It just – it is what it is. You got to finger bang it out on top of the Eiffel Tower sometimes. Yeah, I love that.
0: Uh, High infidelity. I'm assuming you also (laughs) picked the Marquis Makes His Move. Makes His Move. Sure did. I have never rooted for cheating more in my life than that book. You can, or I don't know if you can actively see them, but in my Goodreads, like, updates of, like, reading this book, I was just like, cheat, bitch, cheat. I was like, just cheat. I need you to cheat right now. I was so ready for it.
1: (laughs) Well, and technically, for those of you listening, who are
0: a hard no on cheating. It's not cheating. Yes. It's it's not. It's not how you think it's going to end up. It's just all I'll say. And so, like... like
1: I think 30%, 40% somewhere mm-hmm. in there. And when I tell you, my jaw was on the ground. I was shocked. It was
0: so, so good. And see, my thing with cheating is I have a lower tolerance for two people being in a relationship and one cheating on the other, and they're both the main characters. Whereas that's not oh, yeah. where this cheating would present. You know, whereas like one person's in a relationship and then the other character. Like leap year. They didn't physically cheat. Emotional cheating happened because – you know they're on this road trip, and whatever. I love beer, so like I have a better tolerance for that, but in this one, I was just rooting for her to get absolutely railed by her footman, and yeah. so was she, and I had a marvelous time because i I didn't know how it was gonna I didn't know how it was gonna end up. I didn't know how they were gonna handle it, and I was not prepared. Mm,
1: yeah we can't give too much of the plot away no for the sake of the twist but yeah no Mm -hmm. very much the like he brought
0: me back to life yes and also yes i literally wrote that i wrote he made her feel alive um and that's another mistake in identity because you know Mm -hmm. if you read the summary he's pretending to be a footman um and he's obviously a marquis i did have one well which one is oh you know what
1: kind of two Really only one. Mm-hmm. Um, Suddenly You by Lisa Klaipas I also had listed. It's not I quite to put cheating, that somewhere. but it is like emotional infidelity to a certain yeah. extent. Or not even really infidel. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's the vibes.
0: Yeah. That's so, what was hard So, Suddenly, Suddenly You. Um,
1: yeah, I feel that. Glitch. I could not tell you what that
0: song is about. I don't even really
1: remember what it sounds like because it doesn't sound it's good. It's one of my least favorite. It's, it's
0: a, <laughs> I wrote the sound songs like a mistake. It, just, it sounds like it was I a glitch. I don't care it, for it. It I know what she was trying to do, but the whole glitch stitch thing just doesn't fit. Like I don't think of sewing when I think of like a technological glitch. So it just didn't really fit to me. I don't know. She was know like that I wanna, you need to think of so it whatever. But like what I it just didn't really fit the f- song. I don't know. Like it was a glitch. Five seconds later I wanted to something with a stitch. Like I it just wasn't for me. Um and it also just sounded kinda funky. <laughs> like Sure. Like a mistake. So this one was really hard. Um, basically, just like I kind of narrowed it down to like not supposed to marry you, like a glitch in the plan. Um, it could have been like uh, fake dating. Could have been one of them. Um, stuff like that. I had a few, but I think I ended up doing Gentleman Seeks Bride by Megan Frampton. Basically, they're just in like a sex deal Um, she had her reputation was ruined in like a past book, but she wasn't actually ruined, so she just wants to know the glories of sex. And, um, he needs an heiress, yeah, I know. And she used to be of like the ton, and so she has connections. He needs an heiress, um, and they weren't supposed to fall in love, obviously. They're never supposed to fall in love. Um, I really liked that book because it was one of the first ones, sans another Megan Frampton in the first book and a few others, um, where both of them are work- working class at the end. They both just have professions. And I really liked that because you don't see that a lot in historical. One's normally like nobility or something, but um, they both just had professions and were just not necessarily like we- like wealthy. They were just making their living. Um, I also had This Earl of Mine by Kate Bateman. Um... That was another glitch because she went to this jail. She needed to get an inheritance and to do that, she needed to be married. Her whole idea was, let me go to this jail, death row. I will marry one of these men and he will be killed. And then I will be a widow. And I said that really weird, widow. He will be a widow. No, I will be a widow. I can do it. (laughs) She was like, I will be a widow. I can get my money and we'll be golden. Little does she know that her... (laughs) Man, that she chose, um, he died. He's no longer there. So they choose another one, and he's actually an undercover Bow Street runner. And he's just kind of going along with it. He's like, sure, I'll get married, whatever. And so she gets married. She goes along with her day, thinks that he's getting killed, and he's obviously not. They meet a week later at a ball, and she's like, what are you doing here? And they are thus forth married, and um, try to either like get divorced but also work together to solve something um one of my favorite scenes was like of, of books i've read it was just he took the wedding ring that he gave her he put it around her nipple and he just like sucked it it was crazy i don't know i loved it a lot that book was very very fun and then i also had um lady be reckless by megan frampton um that was more of she meant to marry his brother I think he's the bastard um and then she was like I will um try to get you a wife so he thinks better of me and then she ends up with him that could have also worked for here a little bit um it's an older book but I really liked it she was kind of um stuck up and hoity-toity but slowly learns that she's not the best so that one was fun
1: I, again, don't really know what the story of this song is. I tried. I read the lyrics. Yeah. You lost me a little, except for the, like, oh, whoops. I was supposed to, you know, yeah. like, no strings get over you. Actually, you could kind of go with Nobody's Princess by Erica Ridley as a, like, no strings. Let's just hook up and part ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, So maybe on the spot. It doesn't quite fit the vibes. But, well, though, like, we were just supposed to be friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see it. Um, I debated the Good Girl's Guide to Rake's. By Evil a. Yeah. Also that's that's exactly the vibe. Like we weren't supposed to be
0: together, but yep. you sh-
1: whoopsie, Here we are.
0: Um, and actually, um what is this book called? Uh Gentleman Seeks Bride. In my review, I was like, if you liked um a good girl's guide to rakes, this one is a little bit spicier, but it's they're basically like sister books. They're very similar, um, and both good. So sure. um the one I
1: ended up going with is called Dare to Be a Duchess by Sapna Bogue. It is oh. um and I think she's half Indian, yes, because mm-hmm. the second book she is um an Indian heroine. And this one she her father is nobility, but they don't know who her father actually, or she knows, but like they've been keeping it a mm-hmm. secret. Um basically, she is uh, like the ward of there's this whole family connection. I don't remember exactly what the connection is, but she's best friends with the sister of a duke. And also, yeah. there's a family connection somewhere in there, um, and it's kind of enemies to lovers. Like they they battle it out every time they see each other. Um, he oh he goes by Wolf, by the way. He's the Duke of Wolverton, <laughs> I think. And so naturally, he goes by Wolf. Pop off. as he should. They, she, and her friend, um, who's having this kind of secret affair with a guy, go to you know one of those secretive masquerade scandalous parties that aristocrats like to throw as you do and they're there and her friend the duke's sister is meeting up with her guy and they're like making out against a wall and the the duke wolf shows up i think because he knew they were coming i don't think he would be there otherwise um Mm -hmm. and so she panics because she doesn't want him to see his sister making out with a guy and so she kisses him it's been a while since i read this one yeah and he is like livid about this whole affair. He basically gives her this ultimatum where he's like, "You have this long to find a husband, and if you do not find one, I will choose one for you." She is not pleased with this. She doesn't want to marry anyone. There's some like racism at play. She's not pleased with the dowry he puts on her,
0: etc. I'm I'm trying to remember like how he has the say in it, but there's like some like you said family connection some ways. yeah there
1: has. i think he's related to mm-hmm. the he's not like her guardian man. or anything no but like i think he's related to her guardian yeah. or something so like. he's he got has some power yes way yeah right um well either that or just like there there's a family connection and i think her guardian agrees and is like yes correct. that too yeah we'll be doing that whatever it is there's a correct. reason he can do this yeah um which kind of plays out in a fun way. Like, you either find someone to marry or I'll choose mm-hmm. someone for you. Um, I don't remember if they do have, a, like, maybe just one time, like, hook up, get it out of our systems type thing. Um, but they definitely do have that, like, whoops, this was – it wasn't supposed to be you. I think they do. I feel like, – I know I they, they hook up, but I don't remember if it becomes a, like, just one time. The- The second one's on my TBR,
0: so I need to go back and reread book one, because I really enjoyed it.
1: That one, she pulls Um, a dagger on him. Puts
0: a dagger to his throat the first time they meet. as she should. Anyway, so, glitch. Love that. Well, love pulling a dagger, not necessarily the song. Um, The next song that makes me want to pull a dagger is Would've, (laughs) Could've, Should've. Because that song is, one, a banger, and two, just lyrically devastating. (laughs) It is lyrically but devastating. Like, I didn't think it was a banger, but it's grown. Oh, I love I've done this. Not a ton, but I think it's fine. Oh, I love this one because it it felt a little bit like her old stuff, where it's like more of like her singing and like getting like the higher notes, but like belting a little bit, a little bit. Um, but this one was it basically was screamed like ruination to me. So like any uh, heroine that got ruined and was like looking for her innocence and stuff like that, um, which is a perfect equation by Elizabeth Everett. Um, I mentioned the other one in the series or the third one in the series earlier for Midnight Rain. Um, But this one basically, she gets ruined young. um, uh, The guy tells her that he's going to marry her and whatnot. She was 19, I think. No, she was even younger. Uh, She was 17 in the song. It's she's 19, but in this one, she's 17. Um, she it's not like a she wanted to have sex, but it wasn't like a great time. Um, but then, like, immediately after the hero, um, is the kind of a little bit like the ward of this powerful guy, and the guy is also the father of the guy who ruined her. Um, so the grandfather ish man, um, he like rails at her and kind of basically like ruins her reputation as just like, you can't marry her to the kid. Um, she's, she's just a floozy. She lured you into bed to get your position. Um, and so she basically like all of her mem- memories feel like weapons. She, cause then the hero, um, says like some scathing things to her because he's completely on the side of the old man at the beginning. He has no context to anything and he's just a dick. um, And a lot of it is just, like, how she could ruin the promising young man or, like, how she would ruin this guy if it was found out, whereas she's just, like, utterly devastated. Um, And so a lot of the book is just, one, him having to atone for the shit that he pulled um, and how he made her feel because he didn't even realize what he did and how it hurt her so much because it's, like, the ruination was one thing, but his reaction was just, you know, the worst of it. it's one of my favorite books. I love it so much. Um, and she also just looks at sex as, like, very, um, the the thing that, like, it just hurts in the sense of just, like, the memories hurt of it um, because, like, it caused all of this pain, um, like, emotional pain. And so a lot of it is her just having to get more comfortable with that again. Um, but that one was a little bit harder again because, like, it's not necessarily a romance song. So. Yeah.
1: That was my. I also went. Um, I need to find somebody who's been ruined.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I ended up going with the Hellion and the Hero. Not so much like she wasn't ruined, mm-hmm. but she, yeah. um, married a very abusive older man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess rather than ruination, it was abuse. Um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the whole like second chance of that one is kind of persuasion-esque. There was some misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. People were misled intentionally. She thought that he was like a gold digger, which he was, but like not really. Um, and she ended up marrying somebody else and he was horrible to her. Yeah. Um, and, and I that- really specifically think about the scene at the end of the previous book, I mean, the the previous book in the series, The Rebel and the Raid, mm-hmm. because throughout that book, her husband is still alive. She's just away from him with her friend who is the heroine. And at the end of that book, the hero of her – her what's his name? Henry, um, who she has the second chance romance with in mm-hmm. the third book. He is there because he is helping to investigate this whole thing that's playing out. And she, Georgiana, the heroine of the third book, gets the letter or like a message that her husband has died – And, like, that scene was visceral for me because she crumples to the ground and bursts Mm -hmm. into tears. And he sees it and thinks that she's mourning her husband because he doesn't – they haven't spoken in years. He just knew she got married. Um, And so he's, like, devastated to see her. Devastated Mm -hmm. to see her, like, in, like, deep-wrenching sobs over this man. Um, And he, of course, doesn't know until, like, the end of the third book that she was crying in relief um, that her husband was dead. So – that one did fuck me up. The other one was um a Scot in the Dark by Sarah McLean was my runner-up. Mm. He doesn't it's not quite as he doesn't well, he does kind of ruin her. He she it's the one where she's super lonely. And oh, yeah. um a really awful artist latches onto her and like tells her that he's so in love and she's his muse and all these things, and he ends up painting a nude portrait of her that he says is gonna be just between them. And then mm. he ends up using it um to get into whatever the the big exhibition is.
0: Oh and so
1: she goes to see the painting unveiled and realizes as he's talking that it's the nude mm. that he painted of her and she rushes mm-hmm. up on stage to try to stop him and they pull the curtains back and it's not there, but she's confirmed that that's what it is. So he's using it to build more excitement for at the end when he will reveal uh. it. Um, And she's like, I don't understand. Like you were in love with me. Like this is yeah. between us. And he was like, I don't know why you ever thought that. Like you're just like, we can still hang out. Like I'll paint you. He's mm-hmm. awful. He's so slimy. Um, and so a lot of that book, the it's the the Scottish duke who was, like, 16th in line and inherited a ward that he didn't know about. Um, and a lot of it, they're trying to either marry her off or – well, he – she doesn't want that. He is trying to marry her yeah. off or otherwise get the painting back. Um, but it very much is her being like, I cannot believe that this man would do
0: this because mm-hmm. he's the
1: worst. And it's yeah. completely ruined her reputation. The- um
0: dear reader <gasps> i really like dear reader. dear reader this one grew on me i literally i think i listened to it and i was like i have zero clue what that song was about and then like for this i had to listen to it over and over again because i had to get a book and then that i was like okay wait i actually really like this one so that one is really grown um because of this because i listened to it to pair a book Yeah, well. welcome um thank you because yeah it mm-hmm. was it was one that it was like the end of the album and i was just like what is going on and it also took a little bit while to, like, build up to what she was I feel was like it's saying. a softer one.
1: I liked it when I paid it is attention too. to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I, it reads to me as, like, a self-sabotage song.
0: Yeah. And it also has a little bit of the Midnight Rain. Same thing with Labyrinth. The um, distorted voice, which I just freaking love. So <laughs> that actually kind of sold that song for me. There you go. Um, I'm trying to
1: find what, what I What was your – I went, okay, so this song to me just screams, like I said, self-sabotage, very much the Mm -hmm. like, get out, change your identity, change everything about yourself, ghost people, burn your past life, Mm -hmm. just pick a place and go there, but then the chorus you get, never take advice from someone who's falling apart, Mm -hmm. which reads to me as like, ignore all the things I just said, like, none of that is actually accurate, I am falling apart, Mm -hmm. and these are the things that I'm doing, and they are not good. Um, Yeah. And also, the greatest luxuries—the the greatest of luxuries—is your secrets. Was a specific line, mm-hmm. so I ended up going with uh, "No good duke goes unpunished" by Sarah McLean, which is it is. We I've talked about it at least to you. I don't know if I have on here before. It's the is one that of the more the controversial. One? Yeah, it's one of the more controversial Sarah McLean's because it starts twelve years in the past with her, the heroine Mara, framing the hero for her murder. Yes. Okay. Um, it's one of my favorite Sarah McLean's. I think it's one of her mm-hmm. best, personally, which I know is probably a really hot take. But uh, I think it's a phenomenal book. Yeah. Um, and very much Mara, I mean, she has her reasons, and I think she's completely justified in literally everything she does. I will hear no slander about Mara. Um, sometimes she makes decisions that maybe aren't quite great, and I still support her in those. Because in this house, we support women. Mm-hmm. Um but very much the like she changes her identity, runs away, disappears. She's not doing great. She is doing her best, um, surviving, not thriving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to a certain extent, I think it applies to the hero too. Like the especially the bridge, like hiding in plain sight. Plain sight. My fourth drink in my hand. Desperate prayers of a cursed man. Like mm-hmm. I think it kind of applies to both of them. Um, but specifically. Mara very much gives me, like, desert all your past lives and run, but also never take advice from someone who's falling apart. Yeah. And also it's got that, like, slower, heavy vibe that I think Mm -hmm. fits No Good Duke. Goes Unpunished.
0: Yeah. This is one of the ones where the book doesn't really fit the vibe with the song, but I picked Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, a little part of it. So, like, I just picked Mm -hmm. the theme of, like, advice and, like, giving people advice and, like, the secrets and... Um, like if people knew who you actually were, they wouldn't trust your advice and you wouldn't Mm. have what you have. Um, so Along Came a Lady by Christy Caldwell is, a my fair lady kind of, uh, spoof. Um, basically she is hired by people to make young women presentable for society and, um, you know manners stuff like that and she's hired by this duke to corral all of like his one he's got a lot of bastards um there's a novella that i haven't read yet that's i think about him because he like found a wife and then i think she convinced him to um be a better man and um so his whole thing was trying to get um in contact with his children while his children are living in a mining town um with this very big well the, the oldest brother is very big and he is the hottest the narrator of this book th- that man just destroyed my soul because he's just a minor he's gruff he's dirty she's very prim proper likes to be clean um and he thinks like he knows that she's coming from the duke trying to bring him back to town to because he's his heir basically i don't think the um duke had an heir so basically he's n- not an official one but He's going to recognize him. Um, and she's actually also a bastard. She's an uh, illegitimate child of another Duke or nobleman um, who is not recognizing her. And she doesn't want anyone to know that, obviously, because that wasn't a thing that people mm-hmm. respected back then. And so she is on this very tedious line of um, having a reputation and not because like it can always come out and whatnot um and i love that book so much it's a pretty light book um very fun uh my fair lady is one of my like favorite um kind of like tropes to read about and so this one like she has to like transform this very big gruff minor man but then she has to stay in his mining town to convince him and then she's just not fit for that life and oh I, and like i said the narrator is so good he sounds so hot <laughs> as this big gruff miner didn't know i want a coal miner but i sure do uh you could also kind of use
1: again it doesn't fit like overall the vibes but the secret line matter of temptation by stacy reed
0: Mm, mm kind of very
1: much the like you can't (laughs) you can't let anybody never never let them know your next move um yeah or your last move i guess there was another one i just thought of that was like "Ooh,
0: you have a secret that
1: cannot come out
0: There's the Duchess Hunt by Lorraine Heath that also kind of reminds me of A Matter of of Temptation. She's got um, a history and in the past she um, did some things and literally it could come out at any time and she's kind of being like taunted and haunted by it throughout the entire book. Um, And she's his secretary and she's supposed to be finding him a wife and she has to be very respected. Um, And then the thing that could come out would ruin her and all that. Yeah, the
1: other other one I thought of was The Rebel and the Rake, which we just talked about. But um, also, like, she's using a different name, has something Mm -hmm. in her past that
0: can't come out or it would ruin her. Mm -hmm. Stressful, those books. (sighs) I know. Yeah, this one wasn't – this one was less stressful because, like, there wasn't necessarily the imminent threat of anyone exposing her, uh, but it was, like, her internal, just, like, knowing that Mm -hmm. she's, like, a sham And this is, like, her first – this could be, like, the kickstart of her career um, because it was a duke who hired her. So, like, she could have all these noble people um, hire her if this goes well. And obviously he is a curmudgeon and a stick in the mud and does not want to go to London. Well, I think we didn't. We we sure didn't.
1: So many. Were they all exactly right for every song? Perhaps
0: (laughs) not. But frankly, I think we did a pretty good job i think we did too i mean that was like i said super hard i mean there were 20 songs Uh, (sighs) i mean some of them just do not fit romance
1: so it was this is true sarah McLean carried that my list on her back Mm -hmm.
0: personally so i'm jealous because i truly was like going through all these books i read i was like what would fit and again my memory i was like i don't know I don't know how people do these, like, all the time. Like, I'll see people do, like, pairings of, like, Zodiac or, like, lyrics and yeah, I'm just, know. like, how? You are can, so like, talented. I start
1: with the book
0: and find a song, mm-hmm. but I cannot – That's a lot easier. give me songs and say, find a book. Mm-hmm. It, but it's also, like, I can't always even start with a book. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just, like, completely – Just, like, experience the book and not think. And in that sense, I'm, like, I, I would have zero clue. Well, um, oh, I've got a, a
1: bonus one since you gave various ooh. Immortals After Dark pairings. Mm. I was thinking mm-hmm. about the Great War and my frustration with people not understanding that it's between the people was the Great War. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what's like a good example? The Cruel Prince. The Folk of the Air series is quite hey, – That li- series like, – um, The Great yeah. War was quite literally written about Jude and Cardin. It's actually about them. You can ask Taylor Swift about it. She'll <laughs> confirm
0: that's serious. Like, so, like, knuckles
1: bruised and bloody. The like, really visceral, like, fighting energy. Listen, it's about Juden Carden. And a truer enemies to lovers has never existed. It never has. And they have that, like, the really good, like, "I reached for your hand" all throughout the Great yeah. War, where like they're fighting, but they're still supporting each other in a weird, twisted. Mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> you know what other one would work? Mm. Exile. Get out of my face! I actually, <laughs> I saw like an animated video somebody did to that song with Jaden yeah. Cardin, and it. Yeah. And now every time I hear the song, I'm like, oh,
0: well, time yeah. to cry. It's um, I actually, when really I tell read that series, yeah, we can. all sure do an episode on that series. It's not even like I, a romance.
1: The romance is very much the B plot, but I love it so. It
0: much. It is, but it worked. It worked. My fr- my friend told me to read it. I think in like early stages of the pandemic maybe um that's when i did and that third book when things happened i was like voice notes galore i was losing it i i read those books in like three days yeah it was a a a straight audiobooks back to back
1: yep it was i did the audiobooks too Mm -hmm. inhaled anyway um honestly a lot of taylor swift songs match juden garden they really do i'm gonna put it i'll put together a whole playlist it's fine I have a lot of feelings oh, yeah. about Jude and Carden, if I'm being honest. Well, I know that was exhausting. That was a lot. That was ex. This
0: was definitely our longest. Oh yeah. Um. I mean, it's 20 songs to talk about. Yeah. It makes sense. It's gonna be like this is for Taylor Swift fans.
1: I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know how you expected it to be less than the length that it is. Yeah. <sighs> well, <sighs> I'm exhausted. Me too. But we we did the I, thing. Yeah, we I'm we chose go. the pain on that one. Kermit is my boyfriend stuck in a loop on, in my brain.
0: It's funnier when you
1: imagine Kermit's voice. Or actually, never mind. Scratch that. Imagine Miss Piggy's voice singing. Kermit is my boyfriend. <laughs> I can't do a Miss Piggy impression the way that my dad can. Well, you but. sure just did. <laughs> You're so welcome for that. Um, The end.
0: Wow. Thanks for listening. Um, long story short, that was a time...